Well, I want to go over some truths tonight that are going to help you in the area of healing. I'm going to call this the ABCs of healing or healing A to Z. We're going to take the alphabet and each letter we're going to designate it for an area of healing I believe that will feed your spirit. We may only get to C, we may not get to Z, but let's just see which way the Lord leads. Amen. So Father, we thank you for the word of the Lord tonight. We receive with meekness the engrafted word which is able to save our souls in Jesus' name. Amen. The first one is A, and that's found in Proverbs 17, 22. Proverbs 17 and 22. And of course, we know that that scripture says that a merry heart doeth good. A merry heart doeth good like a medicine. And so the joy of the Lord is your strength. It is our strength. And I believe this, that as we keep our heart merry, as we stay in the presence of God, as we do not allow our lives to grow dull and stagnant, but as we are filled with the Spirit on a regular basis, by praying in the Spirit, by praising in the Spirit, by gathering together like we are tonight, I believe our heart just gets happy. Your heart gets happy in the presence of God. When you go and feed on manna from heaven in your daily devotions, your heart gets happy. And here's what happens. It becomes medicinal to your bones. It becomes medicinal to all of your flesh. So A stands for a merry heart. It does good like a medicine. B stands for by His stripes we are healed. Isaiah said it like this, Surely He has borne your griefs, your sicknesses, carried your pains. Yet we did esteem Him, stricken, smitten of God, and afflicted. He was wounded for your transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The punishment needful obtained peace and well-being for us was upon Him. And by His stripes that wounded Him, you're healed and you're whole. C stands for casting all your cares on Him. That's what 1 Peter 5, 7 says. If there's one thing that sickness and disease will tempt you with, it'll toy with your soul. It will bring thoughts of death. It will bring thoughts of defeat. If you get an evil report or a bad report, I tell you, you can't take the care of it. You've got to give it to God and refuse to worry about your life. Jesus said it like this, don't take any thought for your life. He says, don't worry about what you're going to wear, where you're going to live, and all those things. Your Father will take care of you. So say it with me real strong tonight. I cast my care over on the Lord, and I'm proclaiming tonight that I'm carefree. D stands for do not be afraid. That's what Jesus told Jairus when his daughter was near death or actually died. He said, be not afraid, do not be afraid, only believe. Fear will stop your faith. Fear will paralyze you. It'll keep you from receiving your miracle. But on the other hand, we got faith. (laughs) And we got a faith that overcomes the world. 
We got a faith that brings the world to its knees. God didn't give you a spirit of fear. Power, love, and of a sound mind. If you have to rise up and stir yourself up and face fear directly in the face, do it and put it on the run. E stands for every good gift. And I want you to open your Bible and look at this one in James 1.17. Every good gift. God's got good gifts because He's a good God. He doesn't give bad things to His children. He doesn't put things from hell and put things on His children that are going to heaven. Every good gift. Let's read that together. Go ahead, you read it. And every perfect gift and comes down from the Father of light with nor shadow of turning. So let's center in on this. Every good gift. Is sickness a good gift? Absolutely not. The Bible says that Jesus went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil for God was with him. The good that he did was healing. So I believe that healing is a good gift. And healing belongs to you. Healing is the will of God. Miracles are the will of God. And tonight, all you got to do is open up your heart and just say, Lord, I believe. Lord, I receive. Thank you for working healing in my life. Amen. Now, F stands for this. For he will give his angels charge over you to keep you in all your ways. G stands for God's not given you a spirit of fear, but a power and a love and of a sound mind. Now let's look at Psalms 107 verse 20. Are you ready to get happy in the house tonight? The ABCs of healing. Just a simple message. And then we're going to pray and we're going to see the goodness of God show up. H stands for he. He what? He sent his word. And it healed them. And what did it do? It delivered them from their destructions. I wonder, is he still sending his word today? Is his word going forth in the Bay Area? Yes, it is. And it will accomplish and it will prosper in the thing whereto he sent it. His word is being sent into your heart tonight. His word that is full of life will bring health and healing to all your flesh. Thank you, Lord. You know, in the same context as Psalm 107, it says, you know, fools, because of the destruction, they're afflicted and, you know, they, they, they abhor meat and they go down near the gates of death. But then they cried unto the Lord and the Lord hears them and delivers them and sends his word. Hallelujah. I stands for I am. He's the great I am. Exodus fifteen twenty six says, I am, not I will be. Or not I was. But Exodus 15, 26 says, I am Jehovah. I am the Lord that healeth you. Hallelujah. He didn't say I was. He said I am. Now let's look at Hebrews 13, 8. And let's look at J. J. Hebrews 13, 8 says that Jesus Christ. What is he? He's the same. He's the same. The same yesterday and today and forever. 
Did not he heal when he walked this earth? As a matter of fact, it's been said that about three quarters of his ministry was spent in healing the sick. Amen. Did not the leper that came to him doubtful that he was willing to heal him get healed? He says, I'm willing, be healed. He's the same. He's the same today as he was when he raised Lazarus from the dead. He's the same. He's lost none of his power. But he's given that power to you. And given that power to me. And tonight his power is going to be in manifestation. It's going to be stirred up. Amen. And there's going to be a dynamic manifestation of the goodness of God. He's the same. He's the same. He's lost none of his healing power. He's lost none of his compassion. He's no respecter of persons. Oh, let your faith be built up tonight. Glory to God. You know, perhaps you've dealt with something chronic. I know what that's like. And you've dealt with something for years and years and years and years. And the devil says you'll never be healed. You might as well just get used to it. Well, God is saying, don't get used to it. Get rid of it. Because I'm the same yesterday, today, and forever. Hallelujah. So, Jay, Jesus Christ, the same yesterday, today, and forever. Now let's go to Proverbs 4 and verse 23. Proverbs 4, verse 23. It's so vital when you talk about healing that you keep your heart. The, New King, uh, the King James Version says, Protect or keep your heart with all diligence, for out of it flow the very issues or spring the issues of life. Okay? So... In your heart is where faith is. In your heart is where you receive from the Father God. Amen? So he says, now protect your heart. Keep your heart from outside intruders. Don't let strife in. Don't let unforgiveness in. Don't let bad attitudes in. Don't allow yourself to be drained with the spirit of this world. Protect your spirit. Protect what you see with your eyes. Protect what you hear with your ears. Be diligent to protect your spirit because it is in your spirit that the production of God and the power of God takes place. Oh, hallelujah. I encourage you to do that. And then the next one is Joel chapter 3 verse 10. Joel 3 verse 10. I love this verse of scripture. You know, many times we feel weak in life. Ever felt weak before? One thing I've discovered is this. When I'm weak, he's always strong. And he said, you know what, Mark? My grace is sufficient for you. For my strength is made perfect in your weakness. Oh, glory. That makes me want to jump. That makes me want to shout. Many have been the times that I've felt insufficient in the flesh, insufficient in the natural. But oh, thank God for the supernatural. Thank God for the power from on high that quickens our mortal bodies, that strengthens us with might by the Holy Ghost in the inner man. And here's what Joel said. He said, let the weak say, oh man, that feels good. I'm going to just say it real strong myself. I'm strong. I am strong. I am strong. strong. 
That's what the weak say. Let the weak say I'm strong. Guess what? The weak won't stay weak. But they will be strong. Amen? And then go to Proverbs chapter 4, verse 20 through 22. And of course, this is probably one of the most golden messages I've ever heard Brother Hagin preach on. A message called God's medicine. And he gives us the directions for taking God's medicine. And he says, God's medicine won't work for you sitting on the coffee table. God's medicine won't work for you just laying around. But God's medicine will work for you when you get it on the inside of you, praise God. That's what he said. Amen. Amen. Just like a natural vitamin won't do you any good staying in the cupboard. Or medicine that the doctor prescribes to you won't do you any good staying in the bottle. You got to get the medicine out, out of the bottle into you. And you got to get God's word out of the word of God into you. Amen. And then it's when God's word will work for you. My son, M, in verse 20, my son, attend to my words. In other words, my word in, other words out. Incline your ear to my sayings. Listen to what I have to say. Amen. Verse 21. Let them, my words, not depart from before thine eyes. Keep them my words. And this is something that you can do. And this is something that you must do. Yea, keep the word before you. Set your affection in your mind on the word of God. And the health and the healing power that's in the word will be ministered unto you and dispensed unto you and cause every symptom to dissipate. Amen. Let them not depart from before thine eyes. Keep them my words where? In the midst of of your heart. You see, you know how to do that. You know how to let not the word of God depart from before your eyes. I mean, that's what people do with television. But when it comes to the word, well, I know I can't. No, just do the same thing you do with TV. Turn the boob tube off, turn the word on, and just set your affection on him. I asked a good friend of mine years ago, how do you meditate on the Lord? What do you do? He says, I just behold him. Amen. That means I just look at him and look to him. So M then stands for give attention to the word. Now let's look at Psalm 91 verse 10. And let's look at N. We're just talking just for a little while tonight on the ABCs of healing. N stands for Psalm 91 10. No evil. No evil. No pestilence. Nothing. No disease. Heard of or unheard of. No evil's going to befall you. Neither shall any plague come nigh your dwelling. Hallelujah. No weapon that is formed against you is going to prosper. No pestilence is going to take you down. No swine flu, hog flu, devil flu is going to get you. No evil shall befall you. Take your vaccination every year. Vaccinate yourself with the 91st Psalm. Take it every day. Amen. Now I get a flu shot every year. You know, if you think I'm unspiritual for that, well, think what you want. That's all right. But I get one, but I do it in faith, you know, but it's more important that we vaccinate ourselves with the word every day. God's word will protect you. No evil's going to befall you. Amen. Oh, the devil's got diseases we've never heard of, but you know what? Big fat deal. We're redeemed from every sickness and disease that's written in the curse of the law. And we're redeemed from any sickness that hasn't surfaced yet. 
That's the truth of the matter. Say it with me. I'm redeemed. Now let's go to Psalm 30, verse 2, and let's look at O. That could, you could preach that for about a month. Right? Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Amen. Healing is good. You're going to taste some tonight? You're going to partake of some tonight? Look at what the psalmist said in Psalm 30, verse 2. He says, Oh, Lord, my God, I cried out to you and you have healed me. Cry out to the Lord. Lord Jesus, have mercy on me. And he will show his mercy toward you. Now let's look at Proverbs 16, verse 24. And let's look at the letter P. Proverbs, the 16th chapter, the 24th verse. It says this, pleasant words are like a honeycomb. Doesn't matter what we say. You know, it is a matter of life and death. For death and life are in the power of the tongue. But notice this with, with me. He says, Pleasant words are like a honeycomb. And they are sweet to the soul, but they're also health to the bones. You know, the words that we speak basically frame the kind of world that we live in. The words that Brenda and I speak around our home create the very atmosphere that we live in. If we've been angry with one another, if there have been harsh words... You can sense that in the home. When you walk into our home, what you sense, however, is the peace of God. Because it's where Jesus is Lord. And you can set the right atmosphere for your home and for your life by being pleasant and by being gracious and by purposing in your heart to speak blessing over people, to speak blessing over your body. Yes, the Bible says it'll be health to your bones. Let's look at Q. Psalm 119, verse 25. Psalm 119, verse 25. The psalmist prayed it like this. Quicken me, Lord, according to your word. Quicken me, Lord. What does that word quicken mean? Does anyone know? Make alive. Amen. Anybody ever need a good shot of life? Like every morning about 6 a.m.? Glory to God. Quicken me, Lord, according to your word. You know, right now in London, it's about 3 a.m. The Lord's quickening me. Glory to God. And so He will quicken you. And then R is found in James 4, 7. The preface to James 4, 7 is you submit yourself to God, right? And then the rest, it says, resist the devil and he will what? Who is the author of sickness and disease? Where does sickness and disease come from? It comes from the enemy. The enemy of your soul. The enemy of your body. And so the Bible does not say accept what the devil brings. But the Bible says resist him. Amen? Amen? Boldly resist him and he will flee from you. You all know, we've preached it before, probably about 100,000 times since we've been here in 29 years. But I'll preach it again. The word flee means he will run from you as in terror. Amen? So resist those symptoms when they come on your body. Amen? Don't just go to the Tylenol body, bottle first. Amen? Don't just call the doctor first. Talk to God. Resist the devil. And what will happen? He's going to flee from you. He's going to run from you as in terror. And then the next one is S. 
And it's found in Romans 10, 17. Let's look over there. Romans, the 10th chapter, the 17th verse. ABCs of healing. And you can make up your own ABCs. Amen. You're like an encyclopedia of the word around here. If you've been in this church for any amount of time, you're getting the word. So you could probably think of 10 scriptures for S. Maybe next time we'll do interactive teaching. <laughs> Amen. I know Pastor Tom's got one and Brother George and Brother George. S. So then, faith cometh. By hearing and hearing by the word of God. What does hearing the word of God have to do with healing? Man, that's a whole sermon right there. But you know, under the ministry of Jesus, they didn't just come to be healed, but they came to hear and to be healed. For once they heard, faith came. And when faith came, they were ready to receive their miracle. And that's exactly what's happening in your heart tonight, whether you realize it or not. Faith is coming and faith is rising. Amen? And then look what we in Psalm 27, verse 1. Let's look at the letter T. The letter T, Psalm 27, 1, says, The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The answer is, I will fear nothing. And the reason why is because He's my light. And He is my salvation. The word salvation there is an all-inclusive word. It means not only soundness for your uh, soul, but it means wholeness for your body. So T declares, the Lord is my light. He is my healer. U stands for, uphold me according to your word that I may live. You know, the Bible says that he is upholding all things by the word of his power. If he's upholding this universe, he can uphold your heart. If he's upholding this universe, the sun, the moon, and the stars, if he created this thing by the spoken word, he can put your knee together. He can keep you from falling. He can make your liver, glory to God, whole again. He can take the Itis brothers right out of your life. He can do it because he's God. If he's upholding the sun, the moon, and the stars, Connie, he's surely upholding me. Is he upholding you? You know, maybe you've had a setback. Maybe you've had a stroke. Maybe you've had a heart attack. Don't live in the past. It's a new day. God is capable of putting you back together again and making you whole. I like what Keith Hershey says, our good friend here. He says, don't let a setback cause you to sit back. But get ready for a comeback. Some of you are getting ready for a comeback tonight. You know why? Because we serve the comeback champion of the world. The devil had him out for the one count, the two count, and the three count. But after that three count, the God who's more than enough raised Jesus from the dead. Amen? And he came back. Hallelujah. And you're coming back. Maybe it's been a difficult year. Maybe it's been a difficult month, but your attitude has got to be, you know what? I'm coming up, I'm coming out, and I'm going on to higher heights in Him. What do you say? V stands for victory. 1 John 5, 4, and this is the victory that overcomes the world, even our faith. 
And I want you to look at this one with your visual eye. Look with me to Psalm 91.16 as we look at W. We're doing pretty good tonight. This is pretty good preaching for a guy up at 3, 4 in the morning. Hallelujah. To God be the glory. God wants you to live long. He wants you to finish your course. He doesn't want your course to finish you. He doesn't want you dying prematurely, dying at middle age. He wants you to live long so that he can bear fruit through you. The righteous shall be like the palm tree, fat and flourishing, like the cedars in Lebanon. Hallelujah. Bringing forth fruit in old age. So W, Psalm 91, verse 16. Look at there. Read it. Go ahead. Okay, let's do it like this. This section over here on the count of three. One, two, three. This section here. together now. One, two, three. With long life. Yeah. With long life, will he satisfy me? And he's going to show me his salvation. Hallelujah. When I'm old and gray, I'm still going to see the goodness of God. Hallelujah, I'm not going to crawl in a bed in an old folks home and turn over and die. I'm going to live long and live strong and be fat and flourishing in the courts of our God. How about you? What do you say? We ain't got much time left. Let's not get under a rock and hide. Let's rise up as the body of Christ in this day and this hour and flow in miracles and flow in power. I'm ready for that. How about you? X. This is the tough one. So tough, I need a drink of water. Thank you. Thank you, darling. We've been speaking in English to each other. I say, darling, could you bring me my tea, please? I got to show you a clip. We were outside of Buckingham Palace, and we had been there to see the change of the guard. And uh, I'm sitting on a park bench. I'm really tuckered out because we're on our feet all day. And in Europe, you walk everywhere. And I had a little clip that you'll enjoy speaking in English, (laughs) talking about how despicable it was. Anyway, Psalm 30, verse 1, X, X. Now, PT, you think of something better, let me know. The George is over there. King George and King George. <laughs> but this is pretty good. Psalm 30, verse 1. I will extol thee. O Lord, <laughs> for you've lifted me up and you have not made my foes 
to rejoice over me. Hey, when I fall, Mr. Enemy, don't rejoice over me because when I fall, I shall arise. I'm going to get up. I may have been knocked down, but I'm going to get up. When I get up, you better not be around. So let's extol him right now. Let's lift our hands and extol the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Why? Why? 1 John 4, 4. Let's look at that one. 1 John 4, 4. You are of God. You are of God. And have overcome them. Why? Because greater is he who is in you than he that is in the world. Friend, you got the greater one in you. He's greater than anything. My father is greater than all. That's why I don't get nervous. That's why I don't worry anymore. My father has every hair of my head numbered. My father takes care of me. And he takes care of you. And Z, which is a difficult one as well, but we're, thank God we're finished. <laughs> Zechariah chapter 4, verse 6. Z is in Zechariah. That's right. <laughs> thank you. Z is in Zechariah. I never thought of that. <laughs> you know, I have written in my notes alongside of that, Z stands for Zoe. All right. Jesus said, I've come that you might have what? Life. And have it more abundantly. I have come that you might have Zoe. And have it more abundantly. Zoe. Life as God has it. And so the conclusion of the matter is this tonight. That whatever we receive from God. We receive by His grace. And it's like what Zerubbabel said. This is the word under Zerubbabel. Z. Not by might. Nor by power. But by my spirit, says the Lord. Let's stand up right now and thank Him for the ABCs of healing. Amen.